Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have smart discussion with experts, thought leaders, and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation, and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight it's really a big, big pleasure because I have Dennis together with me. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hi, Greg. How are you, sir? Very well. And I'm really thrilled to start the discussion with you, Dennis. But before and as usual, I always ask my guests to introduce themselves. And therefore, also in this case, please, Dennis, could you please introduce yourself? Sure, Greg. I'm Dennis Wakabayashi. I am a CX enthusiast. I practiced CX for many years of my career. And now I'm more interested in the stories, the leaders, the innovators on the topic of CX. So I've been spending a lot of my time going coast to coast or even around the world, talking to leaders about customer experience and finding out what's the newest, what the newest trends are or what the best insights are in the world of CX. Thank you very much for your introduction. And as usual, the next question is related to the values that drives you in life. Which are these values for you? Uh, you know, I think empathy, collaboration, and I think those two things lead to growth. Growth for brands, but growth for human beings, growth for relationships, growth with friendships. Those are my core values. Empathy and collaboration and growth. And I think these are also topics that we can discuss as the main topic of this discussion, of these interviews, because I have the great pleasure to hand over back to you to share with the audience which topic we are going to discuss tonight. Greg, thank you. So when we originally got together to talk about this podcast, what I recognized is that you've spent so much time as a content creator. You've interviewed so many people, and I'm certain your audience would love to know more about you. And so rather than talk about me and my life, I just asked you, hey, can I interview you on your podcast for your audience? And you said, hey, let's try it. So for your audience today, I'll be interviewing Greg, the CX goalkeeper, to learn more about his life, his experiences, and how those came together to position him in the world of customer experience. So with that, Greg, I want to just say... I don't think many people know this about you. So why don't you start out? Tell me about your family. I know you're right there on the border between close to Italy and uh, Switzerland. You, tell me about your parents. What Before you came into being, tell us about your family background. Oh, that's uh, really an, an interesting question. And before I start speaking about my family, Dennis, thank you very much for what you are doing. Uh, your suggestion it's it's really outstanding and i am super happy to have you as a host on my podcast this is something strange but uh, i learned that working together with you means to do strange things and really try to do others other things and therefore super happy to be here thank you very much for for, for asking that i grew up in um, in the southern part of switzerland it's Small canton, small region, the name is Ticino. And the place where I, where I grew up, the name is Locarno. It's a small town, 10,000 people. And I grew up with, with my family. And um, I have a sister. She's uh, nowadays also in, in Switzerland. She's a physician. 
and she lives not so far away from uh, from where I'm living. And my mother still lives in Ticino, where where we grew up. And I really enjoyed uh, having this family. I'm super happy to have such a family. I learned a lot, and it's it's easy now to say that. In uh, afterwards, it's always easier. But it was really outstanding. We were a normal family. We grew up with normal difficulties that we always had and all the families have. But at the end, the extremely important thing is we were always together. We were always trying to stay together. And my mother did everything to keep the family together and to ensure that we had the opportunity to have the best possible future me and my sister, and therefore she did everything. She managed everything, including the illness of my my father in the best possible way in order to give us a better future. You know, it makes me think that great customer experience as a business practice, listening to your story starts somewhere inside of us and you were born to do this. You know, as you grew as a young man, Tell me about some of your experiences as a young child. At some point, you got into soccer or football as a passion. Did that happen early on? Yes, <laughs> that's uh, that's that's really that's really interesting because when I was a child, this was all the only thing that I wanted to do. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to do anything. The only thing that I was thinking about is having the ball and playing with with the ball, and it, it was really outstanding. And also they're thinking about starting with three or four as a four years old boy, starting playing uh, soccer or football for our European friends. It's uh, it's really interesting because you need other people. You need to agree with other people with four or five years old boys agreeing on the rules, agreeing who is winning, who is not winning. And it was not always fair because we had also... Um, some boys that were older or bigger that they decided the rules, but we were required to play. And then I started also to play in, a, in, a, in an official team. And I always wanted to be a goalkeeper. And therefore, I am also the CX goalkeeper. This is really an, an interesting story, having the opportunity to put two passions together. And this is what really I'm enjoying. I can share that. I don't have an issue to share that. I am not earning money with this podcast, but I really like doing that because I can speak with great people like you, Dennis, and with other people that were on my show. And I can use and think about soccer. And it remember me all the good moments that I had as a child with my family, with my friend, thinking about how can I explain this? How I can explain it? You know, Dennis, at the end, everybody cooks with water. This is something that we say in, in Italian. And if I would start sharing the example of Amazon, Ritz Carton, uh, Disney, this is something that all the other peoples are doing and perhaps they are doing that in a better way. And therefore, I said for myself, I want to stand out. I want to explain the same thing, but from another point of view, so that we can provide to the people that perhaps are skeptical about customer experience, another view on that. And now we are here. I'm speaking with one of the most known guys in customer experience. It means it's worked pretty well. You know, it sure has. And Gregorio, one of the things I'm not sure, excuse me, I'm not sure everyone 
really knows this, but the goalkeeper is the most important player on the field. The goalkeeper is the captain. The goalkeeper directs where the other players are going. And when it all comes down to it, it's one thing to score points, but it's one an, entirely another not to let the other team score. And when we think about customer experience and customer lifetime value, the goalkeeper is the person who protects the revenue. And so I love your metaphor because you're both a, a student of the field, but you're also in a position to work with other leaders around the world to help them score. And so I just think the metaphor works perfectly for you. When, go ahead. I, I, can, I can confirm that. And I was also thinking about, about that being the CX goalkeeper. You mentioned some characteristics. I'm not sure that it's the most important player, but it's one relevant and as all the other hands on the field but if we think about the goalkeeper he has the opportunity to re to to see the complete field to seeing the risk to seeing what what's happening and he can try to help and orchestrate everything that is happening on the field and i think this is one extremely important role of uh, a customer experience professional this is one example and the other one that i would like to share it's it's uh, it's a nice story because um when i was a child i really didn't like to read and uh, my mother tried to find any opportunity to get me to read a book and therefore she she bought for me books about soccer because she said it's something that you are passionate about start reading that and at uh, one point in time he came home with one uh, book about the goalkeeper and what's the role of the goalkeeper and in the introduction they were explaining that goalkeepers need also to be a bit mad and i can think that it's also a bit the role of ourselves six professional because we are really trying to do everything for the customer even if the board is saying we need to focus on the financials even if the marketing is saying we need to focus on this on that we are mad and we continue trying to push for the right thing it means for the benefit of the customer and these are two examples that i often share when i'm speaking about the cx goalkeeper very great references <clears throat> It makes me think of, you know, in life, we have two, a choice. We can either try to be right or we can try to win. And I think that when I listen to you talk about your collaborative style, your team play, the strategy of a goalkeeper, looking down the field, you are orchestrating over 100 different players in CX now. How many podcast episodes have you done? Roughly 80. 80. So almost, almost 100, but 80 players. And what I wanted to call out on your show is all of us get a chance to be on different podcasts, but I don't think we celebrate the podcaster enough. You mentioned you don't, this is not a sponsored show. You're not selling the appearances of others for your own personal game, gain. You really are investigating and sharing knowledge from the best CX leaders with everyone in the world. And <clears throat> I'm not sure people know how much work goes into what you do. Can you just share with us how much work goes into creating a podcast when you do it for a person? Thank you. I think the, at, at the beginning, it's even more difficult 
because now it's easy to discuss with you, to speak about you and think about myself, but also a lot, a lot of other podcasters. English is not our mother tongue. And therefore, it's not so easy to start speaking in English and make it that understandable for the audience. And at the beginning, it's extremely difficult because you don't know how to handle this, this podcast, how to create them, how to find people. And if nobody knows you, it's difficult to get the, the big names on, on the podcast. And therefore, you need to ask several people, do you want to join? Can you join? Please join. As you know, or as also the audience knows, every episode is roughly 30 minutes. But 30 minutes, it's only the discussion. You have the preparation. And if you want to ask smart questions, then you need to prepare. You need to read the books of the people on your podcast. You need to watch videos. You need to listen to other podcasts to find ways to do that. And the, the, the preparation is quite a lot. And then it's uh, the post-production. It means you need to create an audio file that you need to upload. You need to have a nice video that you can share over YouTube. And then it starts with the advertising because it's normal. The first podcast that you publish, one people, two people listen to that. My first podcast, my mother listened to that. <laughs> and, uh, and she was happy and she was one, one, one fan of myself. And, and therefore, it's extremely difficult because you need also to advertise that. And at the end, you are investing two, three, four hours for each episode to have a good, a good quality. You know, <clears throat> you've invested several hundred hours over all of your podcasts, your time, your energy. You, you've produced so many podcasts and promoted it on social so much. And you've joined the conversation of so many of your guests in their feeds. You're really a, a huge asset to everyone in the community. And I just want to celebrate that for a moment. When did, what year did you start doing your podcast? It's roughly two years ago. Now so, I'm publishing every week on Monday in the morning. Uh, the audience or whoever wants to listen to that gets one, one new episode, brand new, not a replay, as a lot of, a lot of older podcasters are doing to fill the, the, the spaces that don't have. I want really to share every, every week something new. And for sure, I am trying to find different people, not always the same guys or same ladies. And, and therefore, it's, it's also a bit an investment to find who, sh who you should invite to the podcast. It's a labor of love for you. You're spending all of this time. Can you share with me <clears throat> some of the ways that the CX community has given back to you? Or do you get, how do you monetize? How do you get rewarded for this time? And I know you don't want to be rewarded. I can tell that about you already. But you're, you do all of this work. Please tell me it's coming back to you somehow. Yes, it's coming back. Um, and what it's coming back, it's for me, it's first of all a masterclass. I don't need to join a, a course because people like you and other really outstanding people on, uh, around in the SIGS community, and I'm really thankful to the SIGS community, join my podcast. Yes, I need to prepare for that, but I am learning a lot. You know, if you prepare for the interview, you discuss together with one, uh, one thought leader in customer experience, you get so much out of it. And it's, it's, it's perhaps... You think that it's stupid what I'm saying, but also when you are preparing the audio file and you are preparing the, the video and you need to write down at which minutes 
um, we discuss which topic, but you are so focused that re you really listen to every word your partner is saying. And therefore, I am learning a lot. And yes, for sure, people are coming to me asking for advice, asking for some information, or for example, I have the opportunity to speak with, with other people. And I think, and this is also the, the motto that I have all on, on my web uh, on my webpage, I think we are in a human-to-human -human environment and the networking, the connection are extremely important. I want to share one example. Uh, I had the pleasure to, to, to be co-author of two books, Customer Experience 3 and Customer Experience 4, and I'm still in contact with, with the other co-authors. I started in a new industry. I am working in an hospital and I was able to ask a great network for advice. How should it tackle, tackle customer experience in, a, in an hospital? How is it possible to get some, some information? Does, for example, journey mapping really works in an hospital for patients? And, uh, you know, a lot of people in the SIX community knows about hospital and healthcare and they help me and this is the reward that i'm getting no dennis i'm not get getting money but i am not looking for money i am really looking to grow together one uh, one great uh, great guy in turkey told me it's not always about to get money out of the cake but it's important to make the cake bigger because then we can all profit out of it that <clears throat> that's I think that really summarizes how I see you in the community. <clears throat> but now, because you've had over 80 podcasts, you've spoken to the best of the best. You've learned so much, and I can tell you were a good student. Can you share for us, <clears throat> I'd like to know, who were the, the three standout CXers that you interviewed over those 80 and what was it about each of them or what they said, the knowledge that they shared that hit you to make it so important? I don't know if the question implies something. First of all, I need to say the most important is with you, Dennis. No, joke aside, <laughs> it, it was a joke, but it's really a pleasure what, what you are doing. And uh, this is one question, the, the only question that you asked me in advance, and therefore I prepare for that. And I was really thinking when I was traveling with, with the train to the office and back from the office, what I'm going to answer. Because yeah. I don't want to please some people yes. or other people's, and therefore, I was thinking, at the end, what are we always preaching as, um, as customer experience? But really, really, what is really important? The first thing is impo important, our customer. For a podcast, my customer is the audience. And therefore, the first, first guest, guest that I want to mention is the episode with uh, most listeners. And these are number-based. Yes, and, yes, of course. And... There, I'm really thankful that Farhan Niyaz from Dubai was helping me with the podcast and he had the most downloads throughout the last 80, 80 episodes that we had together. And with him, I did something different. It was not related to one specific topic, but what uh, we did together, he shared his experiences as a CX professional in different industry. Uh, in one hotel with a flight company and he really shared what his issues were during this journey and what he did. This is the first one that I want to mention. And the you know, second, and I'll say, <clears throat> yes, 
as you might know, I just got back from Dubai doing the CX uh, coverage for the Expo 2020 Dubai. And, you know, those CX thinkers in Dubai are very progressive. I mean, they are passionate and successful. They're like, see, Dubai must be one of the CX capitals of the world. So that that's both surprising, but I, that's a good first pick. Who is the next person that yes. is out in your mind? It's, uh, it's, it's again, I want to give back something to the audience. And I really tried for months to get air on my podcast. And at the end, it's, it's, it was worth it to try it and try it and try it. And this was also the podcast with the most feedback that I, rece I received, positive feedbacks. It's Claude Silver, the chief art officer of Wayner Media. We had an, an outstanding discussion about emotional intelligence. I think, sorry to say, she is the best in, in this field and how she's really caring about people, it's outstanding. Every word that she's saying, it's the right one. It was really an outstanding discussion. I love that because of course, when I post about this, I'm going to post those three podcasts so that people can find out sort of what the, the best of the best was. And I just want to say for your audience, because I know you're a humble gentleman and you tried to say it, but the answer to this question, you, I know are passionate about all of your guests. This isn't about which guests were better than the others, but these were things that stuck out to you. And I really love having your personal filter on it. So who was the third person with that podcast that sticks out in your mind? Let's, uh, let's me say the last thing about Claude Silver. Oh, yes, please do. This was really the only podcast where I was extremely nervous. I prepared for hours and hours because having this great, outstanding opportunity. And I am so thankful with, with Claude that she took time to speak together with me. I wanted really to have the right question not to speak too much, to give her as much time as possible to speak because the audience can profit, will profit about this episode. This was really outstanding. And uh, Dennis, the last one, it's, it's not a name because you know what is the, ne the, 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 the next episode that I want to mention? Yes. It's, the it's the next one because I really enjoy speaking with people and it means the, the next one that for me stand out it's really the next one that I'm going to record it's the next CX professional CX thought leader coming to, the, to, to this podcast without being paid and sharing his or her knowledge about customer experience about personal experience and therefore I'm really thankful um, in the CX community for joining this podcast you know that's it's very humble. And I think you're right. The future, what the future holds for all of us is so important. You've, you've come a long way. We, were, we have just a little bit about a, a little amount of time, but I would love for your audience, <clears throat> because you probably don't get to talk about this quite enough. Can you just take us from, from the time you were a young boy, you're a CX goalkeeper now, interested in soccer, football, and you've had a career. Give us the highlights of your career leading up to where you are today in and, CX. Yes. And Dennis, I hope this is not an interview because I'm not prepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> Job interview. No, uh, really, for me, extremely important. is First of all, as you said, 
as a young boy everything that my mother uh, teach to me. This is really the basis. And if I am here and I have the opportunity to speak to, to you, I'm really thankful to my mother, giving me everything what she did, every piece of energy she had, she invested for, for us, for me and my sister. And it's something that I want, I want to share. This is the first thing. The second thing is um, um, I had a summer job. That was my first job. I was working in a car garage. And also there, I am really thankful to the owner of this car garage. I was working in the administration and from, from him, I learned really a lot. Being professional, being patient, and really, really also be, being passionate about what, what I was doing, what about what he was doing. He gave to me really, nowadays I can say that, really these three topics. Uh, being professional, being patient, and uh, being passionate about what you are doing. And therefore, I would say thank you very much, Sergio, if you are listening to this podcast. It's, it was really an outstanding thing. Um, I, um, I moved to Zurich to, to studies. I studied business informatics. It was extremely difficult because I learned German in the school. My mother tongue is Italian. And then you are moving into a new town, a really big town, Zurich, and you are studying in another language, extremely difficult. I studied business informatics, and then I started working at Accenture. Accenture, and it's, it's I think, one of the best possible schools that I had. I learned a lot. I learned what it really means to work. And I'm really thankful for these four years working at Accenture because I learned so much. This was, was the best possible school to create and continue my career. Uh, after working for Accenture, I moved to a credit card issuer, and there I had really uh, I worked really with with great people. Uh, I had the opportunity to work together with our former CFO Daniel. It was uh, outstanding learning from from you what what really means to work, what to how to deliver, and how to be smart uh, while working. And I am so thankful that you gave me such such a big opportunity to grow within the company together with the former CEO, uh, Marcel. It was really outstanding to work together with you, having the opportunity as a, as a young guy to, to, to work with the C-suite was an outstanding opportunity. Afterwards, I moved into an, uh, another department and uh, I was really, then it really started back to the roots, working in a contact center, trying to transform that together with, with, uh, with my manager, Michael, and, and Dario, to mention two, two names, it was an outstanding journey trying to transform a, a contact center from a cost center into a value generating customer centric um, value center. was an outstanding opportunity. I learned so much and there I really developed my passion for customer experience. And um, after these 10 years with this credit card issuer, I moved uh, to, to this hospital I am now leading the business transformation and also there it's, it's outstanding to see people, how they are motivated to do the right thing for the patient, to try to get them as quick as possible out of the bed in the most professional way. And we know how hospitals, healthcare is struggling with COVID and all the other issues that we have at the same time. The last thing that I want to mention uh, during, I have a corporate job, uh, as, as always I had, 
And during the last years, I started to create the CX goalkeeper. Everything what I'm doing, it's my hobby. It's I like to do that. I really enjoy doing that, doing that. And there are quite a lot of people that really support me. I don't have enough time to mention all of them. But the one thing I want to say, thank you very much, Nils, for what you are doing for me. You are a great mentor. You are a great coach. And without your support, I, it's not, it wouldn't be possible to, to be here. And now I am here together with you. And before we close this discussion, I'm really thankful that I had the opportunity to chat with you, Dennis. I know we are not finished, but I wanted to state that because you asked really great questions. Thank you. <clears throat> I think it really does sum up what your audience needs to know about you. Born into a complex, diverse landscape of languages, of cultures, where your mother and father, your family raised you and your sister with a high degree of empathy and nurturing with the desire to win. You spent a career that started on the front line with customers, learning how to be patient and engage in meaningful ways. And you carried that through your career over, over many, many years. And now to be the CX goalkeeper on the field, looking out, seeing the entire field filled with more than 80 different players, it just puts you in such a perfect spot in our community. And it's been an honor for me to take this time to celebrate you for your audience. So for me and your audience, thank you for everything you've done, the hundreds and hundreds of hours that you've put in just to see our community be better. It's been an honor to be here. And I think that really sums up what I wanted to accomplish here today was to celebrate you and thank you. So with that said, Gregorio, I'll hand it back over to you to wrap us up. Thank you very much. It's great. And the last thing that I want to mention, thank you very much to you. And I want also to say thank you very much to my wife and to yeah. my son, my wife, Christina, and my son, Eduardo. They are my life and they are giving me everyday energy pumping me the positive energy to do everything what I am doing. And therefore, thank you very much. Now we are concluding this discussion. I take back the host. And as we had not so much time to, to learn about you, I still want to, to close the game with three questions. The first one is, is there a book that you can mention, you could suggest to the audience that help you during your career or throughout your life? I will say my mother gave me a very thin book of the I Ching when she was, before she passed away. And that book contains, I think, 64 different small life lessons. And whenever I feel like I need some wisdom to come from somewhere else, maybe from my mother who's passed away, or when I need to share wisdom that I think is a little bit less biased from my perspective as a parent, when I need to share advice with my children, the I Ching has been a, a, a North Star for me to navigate my life. That's super interesting. And I see and I feel how you are linked also with your family. This is one value that we share together. The, the second question is an easy one, but I think you are doing really a great job in the customer experience community. And what you you are doing, what you are creating, and the mindset that you are trying to share with the community is outstanding. If somebody would like to connect with you, what's the best way? Just deniswakabayashi.com. Thank you. And the last thing, it's 
Dennis Golden Nugget, it's something that we discussed or something new that you would like to share with the audience. I would like to share that in my perspective in 2022, the algorithms and the math that we use to identify and improve, continuously improve CX may not be the strongest tool in the toolbox. And that when we look at the experience of our customers, they're equally, if not more sometimes, impacted by the voices of other customers or people in their, their communities. And so for that reason, I believe that word of mouth and public relations will become the new secret weapon or the new best tool in the toolbox in 2023 to drive revenue and enhance CX as a discipline within major corporations and even smaller corporations. And dear audience, we conclude with Dennis Golden Nugget. It was um, really a great discussion. Thank you very much, Dennis, for your time. Thank you, Gregorio. Good luck and thanks for everything you do. Thank you very much. And I hope that the audience enjoyed this discussion together with Dennis. It was a big pleasure. And if you would like to share with us your feedback, please let us know because we really value your feedback. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget. We are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.